It is a great night because it's an off night and we get to get a kind of a bonus show of the week. And so hello everybody, this is C.L. King coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. And we have a very special uh, time together tonight. Typically our show is Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. But we had some scheduling issues, and you know we do not like to cancel. So we were blessed to be able to just slide this special day one day to the right. And we're very, very blessed to have Pastor and Mrs. Jiva and Solojana Sam, all the way from the great province of Canada. And they have been on our show before. They are the authors of The Unbreakable Marriage. And I have connected with these people for multiple reasons. I've connected with them because I want them to be speaking in my life too. If you're married, whether you've been married for a few days, or you've been married for a decade, or you've been married for 30, 40 years, like they're they're getting ready to celebrate their 40th year of marriage this year. I just want you to know from the spiritual perspective, the enemy is wanting nothing more than for you and your spouse to break up. And though our show is not a quote-unquote faith show, we are not apologetic about sharing our faith. And so this is why I bring experts on our show like this to encourage you. My friends, listen, they are on a mission. This is what Pastor Jiva and Solajana are on a mission to do. They're on a mission to save 50,000 marriages from divorce over the next five years. Uh, pastor Jiva is a retired minister and pastor for the for over 35 years. Solajana has worked for the government of Canada since 2007. They reside in the Niagara region of Canada. And the Sams celebrated last year the 39th wedding anniversary. And this year, I might fly up to Canada and celebrate the 40th with them. You never know. <laughs> but these are, these are people that are truly interested in making an impact. And so much so, they put it in print. I'm sure we will discuss that a little bit tonight about their book, The Unbreakable Marriage. Just imagine if every day you woke up understanding and you spoke to yourself to say, my marriage is unbreakable. So I want everybody to sit tight, listen closely, and welcome to our virtual studios, Pastor Jiva and Solo Jana Sam. Welcome, guys. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much, CL. Yeah. Great to be with you again. Yes, it's so great to have you, Pastor and Sola John. I'm I'm delighted. We have there are a few people, the number is slowly growing, that we put on a a cycle, a schedule. And I'd ask the Sams if they would come on our show about once a quarter, because we believe number one, that and Pastor knows this, that sometimes you gotta say things more than once. <laughs> right and 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 also sometimes people need to hear things more than once true yeah. yes and so a topic that is so important in our society in our day and age such as marriage i wanted these people to be a part of the impact circle and so without further ado pastor and and, and sister sam please tell us real quick so we can get right to it how people can contact you and what's the best way to reach you all right so it's very very easy to remember we are The Sams from Canada. So our website is thesams.ca. And Sams is just like one M, S-A-M-S dot C-A, thesams.ca. And of course, you know, you can reach us on social media channels as well, Facebook. You know, we're all over the place. Facebook, Instagram, mm -hmm. right? LinkedIn. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, Jiva Sam is the YouTube channel's name. And so, the email. yeah, yeah and, and the email is uh, really our book's title, The mm -hmm. Unbreakable Marriage at gmail.com. Awesome. So, and, and that's what I that's what I love about uh, the opportunity of having you, Pastor and Sister Sam. But I can say yeah. solo, John, I could say it. now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling something a little on me now. I could say y'all should have heard it when I first said her name. <laughs> so they are the authors of The Unbreakable Marriage, How to Stand in Unity and Withstand Adversity. Uh, and so we're so thankful for having you. And we're going to talk about that book in a minute. Um, but yeah, the truth of the matter is, Pastor, that people people need resources. Okay. Mm. 
And I talked in the jail last night about it's one thing to obtain something. It's another thing to sustain something. Mm. Right. I talked to them about they can obtain their freedom, but can they sustain their freedom? Mm. Wow. We live in a culture that you can obtain a marriage. You ain't even got to go to a cha- chapel. Just go yeah. down to the courthouse, right? But it's yeah. another thing to sustain it. And that's why I feel like you all's voice is so powerful and important in these last days. So you guys got, tell us a quick bit about your story, Sola John, real quick. Tell us about how you guys got together. Yeah, ours was an arranged marriage. Um, so, you know, basically our parents met first. And then, you know, they, they made a decision. They thought, you know, we, we would be good together. Yeah. And they and were they, introduced to each other by a marriage broker. Broker, yeah. right. Yeah. So they met first. We got to talk uh, for about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, of course, they do all the background checkup and all those things. And then... Um, but this, well, was before, this was before the internet, though. So they couldn't just... Go and order a police report. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then within uh, two weeks or less, we were married. And uh, yeah, Jeeva was back here. He he was living in Canada already for eight years. And it took me about six months to get my visa and came over. And yeah, so that's how we started our marriage. And we hardly knew each other. Uh, but you know, with the help of God, here we are, thirty-nine years later. That, and that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. You know, we didn't. I, I want everybody to know tonight that we did not script out tonight's show. Uh, so we're fo- we're following after the Lord, and we're just letting Him lead us in in this conversation. Now, I wanted to uh, let me ask a follow-up question to you all's story, though. Okay, because there's a couple trains of thought relative to dating. And I and I and I uh, have seven children and they all have gone through their iterations of dating. (laughs) But I've heard some in recent years, some thought processes about dating that, hey, listen, uh, I'm not dating you just for something to do. I'm dating you because I want to be married. Right. Mm -hmm. Do, do we is there an artificial you know timeline in which somebody should date because someone could say well you guys just met 15 minutes y'all been married 39 years let's go try it that way huh <laughs> is there is there just from a just from your experience is there is there a, a good practice in that or or is it case by case well you know the the whole practice of dating for the sake of dating till I find the right one. Uh, like I would really encourage everyone to seriously question uh, that, that whole line of thinking, uh, because when you do that, number of things happen. First of all, you're almost always setting yourself up for heartbreak, yeah. you know, because you know, you know, you're going into, I'm not sure if this one is right for me or not, but we're going to date, you know, so you get to know each other and, Quite often, what we have found, and this I'm speaking from my pastoral experience and our experience as parents, mm-hmm. seeing our children as well as you know a lot of their friends and so on go through this. Quite often, one of the two, you know, like really believes that this is it, and right. the other one doesn't. And so all of a sudden, there comes a time when you know you begin to discover that you know well they, you know they were coming along with you you know, because you know, they were a good time mm-hmm. and you enjoyed each other's company. But when push comes to shove to make a decision, uh, you know, to continue and, you know, get into that phase where you're now thinking marriage, talking marriage, at that point, the breakup happens. So one person is kind of left holding a broken heart. Uh, and so, th- th- yeah. Yeah, so CL was asking about the timeline, eh? So I, it is case by case, I think, you know, how long... Um, somebody should date and um yeah it all depends like with us you know it was just 15 minutes and that's the culture we were brought up in and we I didn't know anything different and I trust trusted my parents decision um so it wasn't like a forced thing Mm -hmm. so um yeah Yeah. so here you know uh, I think it's case by case yeah Um, yeah the the two things I want to add before I forget number one uh uh like like our spiritual father is a wonderful man of God named uh, Pastor Steve Long. 
who until recently was a senior leader of uh, Catch the Fire movement in Toronto. And uh, Steve and Sandra have two sons. And they basically raised their sons to say, hey, guys, when you get to that stage and you're you know, considering marriage and so on, dating, uh, what we would like you to do is really ask the Holy Spirit mm. who it is that, you know, that he's highlighting to you. Right. And when that happens, you need to go and talk to uh, that girl's father yes. and say, sir, I would like to date your daughter uh, with the purpose of marriage yeah. in mind. Yeah. Ah, that's, well, I love that. Go ahead. Yeah. And so both of them did that, you know, and, and, and he said that in one case, anyway, the father was totally blown away that a young man would come and say, ask his permission, his blessing to date his daughter. Because <laughs> yeah. usually it's like, you know, you date and then you come back and say, well, we're going to get married. We like your blessing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's interesting, Pastor, because my son, who is in Colorado, you know, he's a drummer for the army. Uh, he's, he's found a young lady who, who is uh, a woman of deep spiritual faith and conviction. And he he said, man, dad, this, this, I think she's the one I said, and she's over in Cambodia doing some work over there in ministry. Uh, oh, on wow. trip. Huh. But then she came back to the U S at Christmas time for a wedding that they had to be in. And, uh, her family was coming. And I said, well, Christopher, if you have an interest in this young lady, which I believe she had an, has an interest in you, then you first talk to her father. <laughs> that is what you do first. That's the first step. Yeah. And, uh, that's the way I've wanted uh, my sons to operate. And yeah. I wanted my daughter's men of interest to operate too. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. But, but when we, when we look at that, man, it is, it is like, I love what you said there with the intention yeah. of marriage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not just out here trying to play the field, but but exactly. there, is, there is an intention. Yeah. And I feel like there's a less there's less of a heartbreak uh, when you take it from that approach. Yeah. And there's an honor involved there, too, that you're going to honor this uh, woman that you're dating. Yeah. Because, you know, like you're looking at one day I'm going to be married to this woman. And, right. and so I'm going to I'm going to treat her like gold right from the get go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and, you know, gold is uh I, I hear pastor pastor sam's sprinkles gold out on your side of the bed in the morning before you get <laughs> is that true <laughs> he better be doing that <laughs> so, let me ask real quick before i forget when is you all's uh anniversary august 18. so this will be big 4-0 big 4-0 yeah. what are yep. you guys gonna do <laughs> We, we haven't thought quite that far ahead yet. No. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do something spectacular. Yeah. And if, I think if our kids are watching, we give you permission to hold a surprise party. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did that for our 25th anniversary. Yeah. They surprised us. So I, I have a feeling they might be working on something. So we'll see. Well, I, I seen you guys, at, and these the, I told Pastor Sam's this. I, I I told him that you guys are becoming just like family. You know, I, I really really admire y'all. And they did something kind of out of Pastor. They posted a picture of them in their their. They were all matching pajamas, and Pastor did a poll. He said. Uh, this is kind of out of our comfort zone, but do you think we should do this again? I was like, <laughs> yes, do it, man. Do it. Do it. So uh, share some thoughts with our audience that, that we talked about off off uh, off air that you want to kind of illuminate to them tonight because we got people of all different types of, of stages of marriage, people mm. that are on the verge of getting a divorce to people who are newly, newlyweds. Yeah. Well, share some thoughts with us. Yeah, I, I just want to uh, uh, convey one more thought about the dating process mm -hmm. yes, sir. before we get going. Uh, well, two things. One, uh, Number one is actually to recognize that um, because you're so caught up uh, in a kind of a romantic haze uh, that you are really wise uh, to consult with your quote-unquote elders, you know, which of course can include your parents, but also if you're connected to a faith community, you know, your pastor or some yeah. other leader or others that you trust, people that you look up to as mentors, and, and you know, ask them for your their honest, you know, opinion. And, and also if God's showing them something, you know, about, uh, you know, this, this person that, you know, you're, you know, that you're madly in love with. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's number one. The other two thing I want to mention to you and uh, is really, it's not so much about the length of the courtship to me as much as 
what what are some of the things that you know each other or get to know about each other before you get married mm-hmm. uh, because like we see this so often where somebody will say you know i thought you know he was the perfect match for me and then uh you know the moment we got married i discovered this this and this about him you know that uh, that he carried this loan that he never told that i never knew about you know that he had been to this trauma that i was not aware of he was waking up in the middle of the night like all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so or some some people would say you know uh, i knew about some of the things you know that uh, i wasn't sure about but i thought it would be resolved after you know we got married yeah you, there, you know, there were yeah like somebody will say to me well there were some red flags you yeah, know yeah yeah that's the word they use <laughs> yeah but uh, but you know i just thought nah they'll they'll all you know get taken care of after we're married or worse this is the worst thought that somebody can have and and women tend to do this more than men to be honest with you after we get married i will change him okay. <laughs> that, that never yeah. really works out well does it <laughs> uh, no no many years ago i i heard this guy say uh, spouses who try to change each other will end up exchanging each other oh boy that's, that's there's truth in that right there yeah, uh, yeah and you can you can connect with these amazing people who are marriage experts um they they they're counselors they're coaches and they're the authors of the unbreakable marriage you can reach them at thesams.ca of thesams.ca i'll put that in the chat i'm flying solo tonight i don't have my team with me they're off on fridays and so i'm here with the sams uh and we're talking about uh the unbreakable marriage they just they just released a new book and uh, i got one coming on the way and you need to get yours so you can go can they order it directly from you or should they go to amazon sir uh, they can go to amazon that okay. then they'll get it a lot faster okay. yeah go to amazon.com and look up the unbreakable marriage and that's by pastor and sister sam's diva and solo <laughs> jana sam uh, so, so yeah when when we when we talk about uh some thoughts about you know our our, our modern day i'm a i'm a divert y'all ready i'm gonna change watch stick with me I want to ask you a question that I that I forgot, then I remembered, then I forgot, then I remembered again. So let me ask it. Do you feel that the concept of marriage has evolved over time? I'm not talking about the social teardown of marriage, but the concepts of marriage. Like you talked about things that I still hold tr- as valuable to me. Hey, mm-hmm. speak, speak with your speak with the father. Talk to your elders, get some advice and wisdom. Those principles, those bedrocks. Do you feel like those have changed over the last 50, 60 years? Well, I think, you know, like uh, when Sloan talked about our arranged marriage, um even though in the Indian tradition that is very pronounced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so marriage is definitely two families coming together, not just two individuals. Uh, and that's where the family gets so involved that's and true. as children you learn to trust you know your parents judgment and discernment in choosing the right person uh I, you know i haven't done a detailed study but i have a sense that um, you know like 50 60 years ago uh the family and the community uh, you know really played a much bigger role in helping a couple decide whether they were the right ones for each other Mm. like a lot of the like the dating courtship was done mm-hmm. you know in the context of community yeah. you know like double dating you know like when you like you 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 have your courtship time uh like like in church after church yeah. like those kind of things or in a, in common settings uh one of the things that i feel like has happened is that we have made it as a decision that two individuals make and the basis on which they make those decisions are not always sound. Uh so 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 for example <laughs> like when when and, and I, this one always puzzles me. Somebody says to us fears after marriage, you know, I think I married the wrong person. And it's like like what were you doing in your dating days? Like were you uh, like deaf blind and dumb? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like you didn't know that they were the wrong person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like like how, how can you come to that conclusion? and that's why uh, this is really interesting cl i love the direction that we're going in today yeah uh, because one of the surprising things that happened when we published our book 
is people came to us and said, hey, I wish I had this book before I got married. <laughs> in other words, there are many people getting into marriage without fully being aware of the realities of marriage, first of all, you know, what to expect, you know, how to handle those things when they do come up. And secondly, you know, like, because you know, we, we have such a high emphasis uh, in our society on this feeling of being in love and, and, the, and the romance Mm-hmm. That uh, I remember there was a line in a, in a in a TV show one time where this 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 guy says, you know, we were so caught up in planning for the wedding that we forgot to plan for our marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, is still true. true. Like people are spending tens of thousands of dollars on a wedding. Mm-hmm. And like I remember talking to a mentor of mine saying, uh, hey, uh, I, th- I think, you know, we're going to do something for couples before marriage. And he said, good luck in having anybody listen to you. <laughs> because he said they were so wrapped up in the wedding that he said you so you had to wait for them to get married get knocked down a few times and get to a point of desperation and then say hey would you like some help and then they'll be ready to listen to you and unfortunately that's the case and wow. so but we want to change that you know we want to let people know hey if you go into marriage without adequately being prepared for it then you know guess what you are going to run into trouble and and you're you you know sadly you know you could end up being one of the statistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I still remember a conversation I had with somebody here in Canada, like a Canadian, um, you know, talking about divorce, the high rate of divorce, and uh, you know uh, all these things. And um, she brought out a good point. I still always remember, you know, uh, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Uh, CL, you know, like uh, lots of women, they stayed home um, and raised the family. You know, they, yeah. And, you know, they, they, gave, they taught them the values, uh, all those things. And, you know, the, the children grew up with a strong value, uh, strong morals. Um, and, you know, the, the, the women too, you know, like, you know, uh, we did that. I did that when our kids were little. I, I stayed home. I didn't work till, you know, much uh, our youngest one was going to school, um, and and you know some sometimes in those days there was a dependency too for the women um, because the, the the men they they worked mm-hmm. and you know they they were the breadwinners so you know there was a dependency and they I guess they depended on each other um, and you know they supported each other the the values were strong. Um, I, I feel like, you know, that really, uh, that has really, you know, like watered down now, yeah. you know, yeah, we don't have those kind of strong values, the morals anymore, uh, even the spiritual values, you know, have really, yeah, even in India now, more and more women are working, they are very, you know, independent, um, yeah, you know, which is good, I'm not saying don't, women shouldn't work, uh, it's okay. Outside the home, uh, it, you know, it's it's fine. But you know, make sure you're you're both um, not you know fighting against each other because I'm making more money, you know, yeah. uh, or you know, bringing in income. I want the equality, all those kind of things. Yeah. So I just thought about that. I yeah, don't I know. Agree. I agree. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah. No, don't give them our email address. All the feminists <laughs> are going to write angry emails. Okay, you know, I, I I know some of them will will get angry, but I'm telling the truth. Well, you know you what? Know, this, that mm-hmm. that's right. And and here's here's what I know to be true. <clears throat> that and and that was it's probably a good question that God prompted us in this direction mm-hmm. because because societally, right? It's it's not just individually but it it is society as a whole that we got to do everything Mm. quick we got to go on to the next thing we've got to go bigger and better right Mm -hmm. and and i see you know it troubles me and 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 i don't i don't mind saying it It troubles me that a mother today now this is going to sound like 1870s but just listen to (laughs) it. it troubles me that today before a child is even weaned, a mother has to take that baby and put her put that baby in a commercialized daycare yeah. mm-hmm. and get back to work. Yeah. Now, now, don't you dare out there in in Impactville say they're saved. The woman's supposed to be in the kitchen. 
We're not saying that. No. But what we are, but what we are saying is, is that there has been a societal shift, right? Mm -hmm. And and so where where now you know we both have to work yeah yeah I, I remember i'm thinking i was told this somebody the other day i said i remember the time when my rent was 425 dollars a month if my rent could be 425 now i'd be driving a jaguar <laughs> and a lamborghini <laughs> but 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 it's it's that we got it we got to Come on, let's expand. Yeah, let's get true. bigger. Let's, yeah. and, and society has 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 pushed that. Um, and and this is why in your book, the uh, the unbreakable marriage. I, I want to ask you, like, did you did you guys co-write the book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, a work to uh, that was written in collaboration. In the in pract in practical ways, I actually wrote most of the you know the text. Um, you know, mainly because of the, the way. Like I'm, I'm retired. Yeah, and and Slogan is still working full time, and so, uh, so, it, but everything I wrote, you know, like you went through it line by yeah, line, word yeah. for word. And then any changes, you know, uh, or something I want to change, I I told him, I I suggested that yeah. to Jiva, yeah. and yeah, and so I immediately incorporated them. Yeah, so you got chapters in there. I want to ask you this: I, we again, guys, we prayed before the show tonight. Uh, I don't do that with every guest, but I definitely do that with with a seasoned, nearly forty year pastor. And uh, <laughs> you're listening to Pastor Jiva and Solajana Sam from uh, Canada, and they're going to be on our show every quarter and talking about the unbreakable marriage. What do, What are some elements? And you can look. You can pull them out from your book if you want. Mm -hmm. What are some elements that are needed for an unbreakable marriage? Well, beginning with 100% um, uh, commitment to each other. Uh, so like one of the sayings we like to say, it's not in the book, is that in marriage, you say, I do once and I will a thousand times. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. In other words, the I do makes it legal. Uh, and now you're married. But in when you're actually living out your married life, uh, there'll be many times when you have to say, I don't feel like it, but I will. You know, right. I don't I don't like what you said, but I will. Right. Yes, you hurt me, but I will. And so the determination, you know, is really well, that's actually what commitment is about, is to make a when you make that promise, you know, and especially you know, in the Christian context, when you enter into that covenant, uh, you know, it's with God before it's with each other, uh, then then you need to really, really think very hard uh, before you even entertain the thought of breaking that covenant. Mm. And, and be, you know, because, you know, you said, you know, till death us do part. Right. Yeah. Right. And and so it's not till divorce us do part. You know, or in some, <laughs> some traditions we say, as long as we both shall live, not as long as we both shall love or feel like loving. Mm. Yeah. And so, mm. so we need to, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the thing is, if you, if you think about, uh, the way that God loves us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did we actually deserve that love or earn that love? Uh, you know, God says, I will love you. Yeah. You know, no matter what you do, you know, I will choose to love you. And so love is a decision. Yeah. Love is a choice, right? Yeah. 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 And the other thing for me is to uh, have God as the center of your marriage always. Yeah. You know, and praying together. If you have children, you know, have family prayers. Um, you know, if you can do it every day, but make sure you make it a regular, you know, part of your life, mm -hmm. of your family life. Uh, and, you know, as husband and wife, like we, we didn't do this in the beginning of our marriage either, you know, praying together. Mm -hmm. But, you know, since, um, since then, you know, like this is quite a few years ago when we started, you know, the blessings and, you know, you, your, your, um, your relationship too, your marriage gets stronger. You know, as you pray for each other, pray for your children, yeah. whatever the needs. Yeah. I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just remember, one of the people we interviewed uh, on one of our live streams is uh, Steve Schultz, uh, the founder of the Elijah List. And uh, and Steve and Doreen, they've been married longer than us. I think it's 45 years plus. And Steve said that um, within two weeks of dating, they knew that they were going to get married. Mm. And, and so we said, how could you be so sure? He said... Right from our very first date, we 
always prayed together. Mm-hmm. And so he says, when we had that unity right from the get-go, then in that you know time, and I don't think he was really even uh, like you know, like really uh, following the Holy Spirit in the active way and so on in those days uh, because of his denominational background. But he said he knew in his heart. They both knew in their hearts, hmm. and and so right from the get-go, they made you know praying together a part of their relationship. Right. And again, going back to dating, you know, uh, and I know like this unfortunately happens a lot where somebody will start dating someone who does not share the faith that they they were raised in mm-hmm. and thinking that they can bring them along, you know, later on after you get married. And sadly, most cases, it doesn't actually work mm-hmm. that way. Um, and, and so, like, these are the things you need to be really open about. And so when you say, hey, like, can, can we pray together? You know, like, let's say, you know, I'm talking to your son right now right. and say, and the young lady says, ah, prayer, what is that? You know, who listens to prayer? You know, prayers for weenies, like whatever. Yeah, uh, that, then that, right. like that should be a huge red flag right there. Red there. flag right there. You're like, ah, you got to stop. Exactly. And, and you know, I I believe that you you know, listen, uh, we are still we still got blood flowing through our veins, so we're so we're human. But I I have always recognized this, Pastor, that whatever your foundation is mm-hmm. will determine how your building can stand. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In whatever your foundation is, now, if your foundation, if your marriage is built on careerism and and you know whatever, yeah, but th- those things fade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I've, I I have found that we have weathered every storm, and we've had our fair share in nearly mm-hmm. thirty years. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we have weathered every storm because we always return back to what you said, uh, Solo Jana, our faith. Yeah, we have always returned back to that. When yeah. we try, when we've tried to do the other things, it's like, okay, that ain't working. We need yeah. to go back to where the yeah. source is. Yeah, and, and when if you could, Pastor, you got the book. Mm-hmm. You got the book right there. Uh, I, tell us some of the chapters in the book that the things that you guys talk about. Okay, tell us some of the chapters. All right. So, uh, our, our our first chapter is actually fundamental principles. You know, which is um, like, what is what is this whole book really built on? Our marriage mentorship process built on? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you know, we we have uh, you're talking about foundation. What we consider the foundation of that we teach couples to build is what we call shifting the spiritual atmosphere in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And and what we mentioned about praying in agreement mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. is only is one of those. There are ten habits that we. You know, not just recommend, but if you come to us for mentorship, we insist that you develop these 10 habits. You know, we give you time to do it uh, because this, these 10 habits are become so much a part of you uh, that they will hold your foundation strong mm-hmm. no matter what comes. Yeah. Right. Some example. Example, yeah. like, you know, one of the things is praying together, getting into the word, um, spending time in worship. Um, in stillness yeah. yeah and then journaling gratitude journal gratitude uh, journal. very important yes mm-hmm. you know every yeah. day you, you not only thank god for something that day that happened but also something that you're thankful for your spouse wow yeah. you, know what I, you know what i love that you said this this is the key word you said 10 habits yeah 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 he, he didn't say 10 practices <laughs> right he said 10 habits. You know that once it becomes a habit, it's hard to break. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. In the good and the bad, right? Yeah. When we, yeah. look, we only look at habits in the negative, like, oh, man, I started smoking or whatever the case may be. Now yeah. it's a habit. But, man, think about the good yeah. when it can become a habit. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You, you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an yeah. action, you reap a habit. Yeah. <laughs> right? You sow yeah. a habit, you reap a lifestyle. You sow a lifestyle, you reap a kingdom. That's powerful. What are, what are some what are some other chapters, Pastor? Okay. Oh, By the way, that quote is in our book. All yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly modified version, but it's there. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And and the second the next chapter next chapter is removing spiritual blockages. Ah. Uh, and again, Soja, what is the number one blockage that prevents growth in a marriage? The unforgiveness. Speak up. Unforgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, 
um, teach people um, how to forgive and let go. Um, yeah, that's a big yeah. chapter. And I'll just mention one quick thing about forgiveness. A uh, lot of people apologize way too quickly and think that forgiveness is all taken care of. And it isn't. An apology, you know, that is offered way too quickly, um, quite often, you know, like it doesn't take the pain away. Like yeah. I'd rather you apologize than not apologize, you know, like be defiant. Yeah. However, uh, when you truly forgive someone or, uh, or when you ask for forgiveness, rather, you should not only ask forgiveness for what you did, but for the effect of what you did or said upon that person. Oh, yeah. How did it hurt them? Yeah, like you know, the feelings. The feelings, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and so on. And so so, so we teach you, you know, in this, uh, uh, in, uh, how, how to do that forgiving from your heart. That's what Jesus said yes. in Matthew 18, 35. He said, you know, my heavenly father will do this to you, meaning he will, like, he will allow you to be tortured unless you also forgive from the heart. Forgive and so, from the heart. Yeah, so that's something we, we cover in great depth. Mm -hmm. uh, in our book uh and there's lots of other stuff then we have chapters on growing in communication yeah very uh, important very important yeah. yes uh, you yeah. know and and communication i as you would imagine has many layers exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i think That's you right. read the book <laughs> yeah i'm selling you it you don't have to i'm selling it on my book tour too I'm just, I'll, send you the, I'll send you the royalty check let's just, let's just tell the people real quick listen if you'd like to get a copy of the unbreakable marriage i don't care if you've been married for two days or 200 years uh, you can go to amazon.com and get a copy of this amazing book uh the unbreakable marriage by pastor jiva and solo jana sam now let me just tell you this they're going to be on impacting life 24 7 every quarter okay and they're going to be sharing insights about uh their mission to save 50,000 marriages in five years. So every year their, their, their focus is on, Hey man, those, those marriages that were, that had cracks, we're going to show you how to get those foundations fixed. And, and, and listen, another part that I want you to know that we look at coaches as the valuable pieces of a team, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't mind seeing a coach in basketball. We don't see a mind seeing a coach in football. We think that's where they're supposed to be. When I was in acting, I had an acting coach, right? Mm -hmm. But then when we come to marriage, it's just like, well, let's just figure it out on our own. Mm. Let's, just, let's just go out here on the fly, right? We are blessed to have two amazing qualified pastoral leaders in our influence that are now coaching people through this process of developing an unbreakable marriage. I put their link in the chat. It's thesams.ca. And I want you to connect with them. If you, like, let's say you, you, you purchased their book and you don't know where to go. You don't know how to get started. You, you, you need a coach. You need someone to say, hey, look, this is the direction you need to go in. Because, see, you can have the football, but still not know what to do with it. Huh? Yeah. And so th that's why it's so important, the mentorship and coaching. And these people are seasoned veterans in this arena of marriage. And let me ask you guys one, two last questions. We was only supposed to go 30 minutes. Look at us. We're 45. We, we just, time flies with you with, with great people. Let me ask you, Solo Jana, what is your favorite chapter in the book? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite chapter is uh, communication. Communication? Uh, yeah. Being transparent, you know, um, the, the different levels of com communication that like you talked about. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Uh, the more transparent you are, uh, you know, the greater the intimacy is in your marriage. Yes. And uh, also, if you know how to communicate um, better, you know, there'll be less um, disagreement, fights, arguments. Yes. Um, yeah. we, we learned all this. Yeah. And along also the way. learning how to communicate your hurts. Like when your spouse says something yeah. to hurt you or do some, does something to hurt you. Mm. Uh, like we run into situations where... You know, like one person expresses their hurt and the other one just blows up on them. And so this person clamps up now. 
because I don't want to bring that up because the right, last time they, they, they won't say anything now because yeah. every time I do, you, you yeah, I get it, man. And that's yeah. that's an important that I know that happens all too often. Yeah, that, yeah. that someone will stop expressing themselves. Yeah, because of the of the kickback that they get when they do, right? Yes, yeah. And so you don't have to do that because we teach you in our book exactly how to communicate those hurts mm -hmm. in a way that the other person will not you know, blow up at you because you're not going to blame them or put them down or condemn them, but you're going to do it in a loving but forthright way because the scripture yeah. tells us that we need to speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. And so we teach you how to do that in, in communicating your hurts. Wow. And and again, I, I just want you guys to know, are, are you guys, did I send you guys an invite to our Leadership Institute? Did I send y'all an invite to that? I don't no. think so. I'm going to send you an invite to that too. It's a small, it's a small institute of leaders from around the country who specialize in various things. Mm. And we don't do debates in the in the group. We don't do anything but share leadership principles and tips. So I think you guys would be amazing. It's it's you just treat it like your own group. If there's something you want to share, you share. And if you don't want yeah. to, you don't. But I just I, I I'm keeping the group intimate and small. It's about 175 people. But man, at the core, most of them are married. And man, we need to have a protection and understanding that this marriage is something we need to work for, right? Yes. And, and uh, having you two uh, in, in our inner circle, well, I know God will bless it. So if you want to connect with Pastor Jiva and Solojana Sam, say her name for me, Pastor, say it. <laughs> Solojana. <laughs> Solojana. See, I've been saying it. I got to get the emphasis right. Yeah, yes. I think that's it. Yeah. Then, 10 more shows and I'll have it right. <laughs> Salojana. Salojana. Dang, you There's got hope. it. Yeah. Come on, everybody. There is there is still hope for this old <laughs> weary soul. But if you'd like to have pastors Jiva and Solojana Sams yeah. uh, at, at, to, to be a part of their coaching. Uh, their coaching program. If you'd like to get a copy of their book, you can go to amazon.com. The book is called The Unbreakable Marriage. Uh, and if you'd like to be a part of their coaching program, just go to thesams.ca. And I, I want to tell you, Pastor and Sologina, <laughs> that what you are doing is probably one of the most important missions that I've seen on this show. Here's why. Because you guys, you guys have done it. And you could very easily now just sit back. Pastor's retired. You could very easily just now sit back and enjoy your life and go on and do what you want to do. But you guys are still, that's, he, he, pastors really never retire. Uh, <laughs> you, you have a heart for humanity. And you recognize that this, this message needs to be heard uh, throughout the world. And, and we're going to do our part, sir. We are going to do our part to make sure people hear about having and how to have an unbreakable marriage. And so Amen. thank you so much. Yeah. So here we are at the end of the show. Can y'all believe we, we went uh, 45 minutes or 50 minutes and it seems like it was five <laughs> seconds, <laughs> but that's what happens when you're in the presence of the Lord. So what I'd like for you guys to do is, as we do all the time, I'd love for you guys to just um, have a closing word for our audience. Each one of you can take uh, however you, however long you want to feel, but have a closing word, or even if you want to pray, however you want to do it. But I, I, I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart that this platform will always be open to y'all and we are going to join in this mission of saving 10,000 marriages uh, in five, uh, every year for five years. So a sol Sologina, <laughs> ladies first, you got the floor. Oh boy. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, um, God, uh, God is the one who created marriage and he wants the best, you know, for uh, best for you, uh, as a married couple, he wants you to be happy. He wants the, you know, the peace. Um, so, and, you know, we, we like uh, for us, you know, marriage is a lifetime thing, once in a lifetime thing. So why don't we put in some effort, uh, work at it and hand in hand, you know, and make it, uh, make it a happy one, just the way God wants it to be. You know, the, let's remove all, 
you know, like um, uh, the, the competition or the stubbornness, you know, in, in the marriage and let's work together and have that peace that God is so longing to give, give us in our marriages. And if we will humble ourselves and, you know, ask God to help, um, that, that's my only thing, you know. Uh, of course, you're going to have challenges, you know, struggles in your marriage. Right. Uh, but, you know, if we can work together as a team, um, you know, here's the challenge and we are a team. We can, uh, you know, the enemy is, uh, you know, like you said, CL, is always trying to attack. How about we, you know, work hand in hand and fight those battles and win it and we can have a happy marriage. Mm -hmm. That's what I want, you know, yeah. Uh, for, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I thought I was the preacher, but you're preaching. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to add one more line to what Slodan just said. And I feel like this is very specifically for some, some of you. Your spouse is not your enemy. Mm. Uh, Satan is the real enemy. And as long as you keep that in mind and you start you know, looking at your spouse as someone who is hurting and God puts you together so that you can be part of them receiving their healing mm. so you can heal together you know, rather than hurt each other even more. So just flip that. That when you see your spouse hurting, ask, Lord, how can I help my spouse heal? Or when I'm hurting, how can I receive healing? Uh, rather than how can I retaliate? How can I hurt even more? All those things, they're, they're from the enemy. They're not from the Holy Spirit. I promise you. So, so that's it. Uh, but my closing thought to you, and I really want to speak to anybody that is going through a difficult stretch in your marriage, or you're at the point of maybe giving up on your marriage, is there is hope for you. There is help for you and healing awaits you. Now, we're just one of the vessels God is using you know, to make this possible. Uh, and, and we always tell people, you know, when you talk to us, you know, if we're not the right fit for you, we'll find somebody that will help you. Uh, mm -hmm. Because our mission is not about us doing this, but about us actually collaborating mm -hmm. in, with us. That's why we're like so excited to be part of, you know, the, the show that you have invited us to see out. Because mm -hmm. that's what this is. And I know, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just going to take 30 seconds to say something. Go ahead. To any pastors, ministry leaders, business leaders, you know, who are watching this, uh, one of the revelations that God gave us is to use our material to help you develop mentoring couples mm -hmm. within your church, within your organization, who can then take a younger couple, young in their marriage, under their wing, in an early part of their marriage and teach them some of this stuff. <laughs> we were just uh, talking jokingly earlier about what about how do we motivate somebody to open up and read the book that's already got it? <laughs> well, you know, the best way that you do it is you become accountable to another couple. Yeah. You know, right. and especially if it's a couple who's, you know, maybe got five years, seven, seven years of marriage under their belt and say, hey, we're trying to read through this book and go through the exercises. You know, will you keep us accountable? We just need to connect once a week for the next 10 to 12 weeks. And uh, and what often ends up happening when couples connect that way, they develop a bond. Mm -hmm. They develop a friendship. And if you're a pastor, this is going to save you a whole lot of pastoral care and counseling work. And, and, and you're doing what God called you to do, which is to equip the body yes, for the yes. work of ministry is what you're doing. And, and we'd love to partner with you on that. We, we don't charge you anything for this. We just expect you to pay the cost of the materials with a book and an e-course that we have. Uh, and But what we would love to partner with you, if the Lord's is, is, you know, saying something to you about doing that, uh, just send us an email, theunbreakablemarriage at gmail.com, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, that's powerful. I'm, I'm just, whew, I, I feel all of that, what y'all said. And uh, I, I want to just say this in conclusion, that I believe that you guys are the are the people for this mission. I, I believe it. I don't care that you're all the way up there in Canada. God has found a way to shrink our globe. Amen. And so people can reach out to you from all over now. Amen. And then pastors, leaders, he said something very powerful. I thought about, I was thinking about the book of Acts because, you know, I'm a preacher too. So every time you hear a preacher say something, you start going in your mind like, oh, well, I, can, well, I remember this scripture, right? And I was thinking about how they went house to house, breaking bread and fellowship. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this is why churches use uh, home groups yes. because they begin to be able to minister 
to those bodies. It, yes. it's, it's the same concept. They begin mm -hmm. to mentor the younger couples in the church, etc. And so, yes, man, having the, it, will, it will save the pastor so much time <laughs> of having to run around and chase everybody's marriage if yes. you can develop marriage mentors within the church via, via Pastor Jiva and Sologana Sam. So, listen, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I look forward to having you back next quarter and we'll just ham it up again and tell and tell the devil he's going to lose every time because Amen. we got the warriors on the field helping us to have the unbreakable marriage. Thank you so much, Pastor. You're Thank welcome. you for this Thanks opportunity. For the opportunity. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, look forward to it. We'll do it again, okay? Amen. Amen. All right, we will. All right, y'all take care. You too. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that was Pastor Jiva and Sologena. Sologena. Maybe that's it. Sologena Sams. Y'all know my memory is shot. But anyway, amazing folks. Just amazing human beings. They're humble. They're, they're I think I think I'm drawn by their humility. They're they're seasoned. They're they're compassionate. And you need to connect with them. It's just that simple. This is why we bring people on the show, on the podcast, so that you can connect with them. I hope that you do. Go to thesams.ca or theunbreakablemarriage at gmail.com to email those folks. All right. So that's it for us. My work week is now officially done. And um, I just felt like it's so important to, these are shows that we got to have all the time. We got to talk about these topics more than just a one shot wonder, right? So having the Jeeves is truly a blessing. Amazing folks. And we got them right here at Impact Life 24-7. This is, ladies and gentlemen, a cathedral of resources. This is a cathedral of resources. So until next time, we'll see you Monday night right here at the High Definition Studios of Impact Life 24-7. God bless you.